That's it. Uh, All right, let's go. Good evening, everyone. It is May 25th. Happy Thursday. Happy long weekend for many as we roll into Memorial Day, where we remember our fallen soldiers, airmen, sailors, Coast Guard, Merchant Marines, whomever. Phil had me uh, messed up on the intro, man. Usually I'm, 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 I'm waiting for the the, the comedy i'm waiting for the pokes but man you just you jumped jumped right in you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey but first thank you for joining us everyone i want to start out with a big rest in peace tina turner man she passed away this week at 83 man simply simply the best i remember back in the day they played that song and it interspersed her music video with jordan highlights yeah. And it's I right that. around time he won his third championship. Which which song? Simply the best. Simply the best. Okay, better than all the rest. Yeah, you know what? My that's not my favorite Tina Turner song though. My favorite Tina Turner song is Proud Mary. I know it's not. It, too. Like not Proud originally Mary. a Tina song. Correct. I like her rendition. Of it. Yeah. Hero. That was good, wasn't that from Mad Max? Yeah. 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 I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> I think that was Whitney Houston, my bad. That was Whitney Houston, brother. <laughs> yeah, Proud Mary is your one black one Dev. They're both black. Yeah, but you can't confuse Tina Turner with Whitney Houston. I agree. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, happy Thursday, everyone. Uh, getting into tonight's show it's otas otas have started we have a semblance of football that is back it's it's so very nice as i kill the music as we get into this episode so football's back rest in peace tina turner the commanders otas have started we had mandatory rookie uh, rookie camps and then we have optional optional team activities taking place this week many people get hung up you know, on the on the word, the letter O, some say it's off season. Uh, I think it's a fact that these activities are indeed optional, which means not mandatory for real. Um, I just want to say, Yam, thank you for popping in as before he departs. Let's get his comment optional. My ass, at least make an appearance. You don't have to participate. Leno, I get not being there. The other two should be something. Get him, Yam. He loved Tina as well. Rest in peace. Oscar Urbina, thank you for tuning in, <laughs> coming in with the smiles. But yeah, it's it's optional. We will we'll we'll talk about that soon. But well, you we guys agree. Out. We optional. found out that the that Chase and, and Montez were there the first week. Correct. And things were closed to the public. So right. if so, you so I it's it's like all this bickering by the public. Was all for naught because turns out they were there for the first week, which hey, I didn't know either. No one did. It was not public knowledge. People are wrong a lot, man. Just like we were wrong. We all know that what love's got to do with it is Tina Turner's best song. By the way, we didn't mention that. What's love got to do? 
I know it's, yeah, it's kind of like dance is pretty dope, but anyway, yeah, that's a good song, all good songs. But back to the, to the topic at hand, and Fetch people were arguing from the land up on this. Okay, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to pick up on that, but um. I know for a fact that uh, see Jimmy Lee agrees with me too. Welcome, Jimmy. Private dancer for old Jimmy Lee. Okay, that's a good one. Dance uh, up for money. I know for a fact that Chase Young was out in Colorado training. All right, I know this because I know people that were there with him. Um. Oh, look at Phil. Oh, shit. You finally flexing that uh that little fan uh, ambassador <laughs> card, huh? Look at it. <laughs> Finally, he's using that motherfucker. We don't get no inside news. Yeah, Phil's named a clout chaser. Chase Young. Chase Young was was out in Colorado, and I I mentioned it before, but that was I didn't divulge the fact that I had a source that was there, Uh, so they know that he was out there. And and if one thing when you're coming back from an injury like his is that you need to get the cardio back because when you spend so much time rehabbing. You're not in your best cardio shape when you come back. And I think we kind of saw that last year. He looked – I mean, Chase looked fine coming back from that injury, but you could tell wasn't quite there yet. And I think that this was a big help. So I have no problem. And he still came back for the first week of OTAs anyway. So why are we even complaining? Well, people – Multiple reasons. People. It's saying, our fan base. I know we we, we cannot yeah. exist without complaining. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. They already have shown that they want him to participate, and he should be the, like. It's a. It could be a contract thing. He's. He, you know what? Work on your red blood cells. I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They want him to perform. He could miss everything if he comes out in the field and performs this coming season. What does it matter? What's love Facts. got to do with it? What's love got to do with it? That's the, that's the theme of the theme of the pod today. What's Chase got? Who to needs do? a mini camp when a real camp's more important? Yeah, and like Phil was saying, if you look at the screenshot right there, shout out to Nikki Javala. When I read the tweet for you guys for the audio crowd, Ron Rivera said Chase Young and Montez Sweat were here for the first week of offseason of the offseason workout program. Rivera said he had conversations with Young since the team declined his fifth year option and seems confident he'll ready to go. Oh no, by the way, if you saw Terry McLaurin's uh post practice comments, he's he's like, I did the same thing last year. I was mine was a contract situation, but I wasn't here. You know, and it's between us and the and the rest of the team, the fellow players, and he's not worried about it. So it's more, more so, the fans and the media making it a bigger deal than it needs to be. Thanks. Particularly one, uh, Grant Jerome Paulson, I think, also believes he should be there. I believe he should be there too, but I don't care if he's not. You know what I'm saying? So does Grant Danny Ruye. Yeah, I, I know, think he should you know, be there. But I mean, let me ask you a question though: How many plays does Grant Grant Paulson call on the sidelines on Sunday? How many? First downs did Danny Ruye get this team on on a week to week basis? The answer is zero. All right, settle zero point zero 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 point zero zero. Steve, I don't know yeah. if you're pulling that from Amble House or you're pulling that from Howard Stern because but Howard Stern. Way, I lo- Howard Stern, I love you for it. Howard Stern, 
Yeah. And I don't think anyone else is worried that Chase and Montez aren't there. Like you said, the benefits of Colorado is crazy. People go to specifically go to Colorado to train for decathlons, triathlons, Ironmans. Every UFC fighter worth their salt will do a camp in Colorado. Yeah, that and sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber, which is practically what what Colorado is because of the altitude. So I'm not I'm not hating it. I don't I don't care. I I'm indifferent. As long as the team don't come out and say, well, we wish you were here. Now, if he misses mandatory stuff, okay, that's a different story. This is mandatory. Yeah, he in Colorado smoking weed, man. <laughs> that's what hey, anti-inflammatory. I'll take it. You know, it was. I think it was Cooley that said on Sheehan's show back when it was they were regular, you know, together. Like, you've got to be the dumbest player in the world to fail a drug test. They don't even because, test for weed no more, though. Well, I'm just saying, back then, and I think he was talking about Trent Williams. Because they always, yeah. you always knew exactly when you were going to get tested and you oh. had plenty of time to get clean prior to. So if you failed a drug test, it's because you're dumb. I think the league had it on 420 that year too. I, I think that was like the funniest thing about it. It was like, it was always, it was, yes, there were spring tests. It was always spring and leading up to the preseason. That's correct. Like 420. <laughs> one year it was 420. That's yeah, one year it was 420 yeah. when they did it, man. And people still yeah. failed that fucking test. I remember when Cooley said that, and I thought it was hilarious because you know, if anybody knows, it's Cooley. Cooley failed a drug test. Yeah. No. No. Cooley no. He no. never failed a drug Trent test. Trent did. Oh, we got a comment from Oscar. Yeah, honestly, honestly, if you ever listen to Cooley and all that, like that's he that just isn't really in his vibe. He, he's he's a dude who just pops top on bush lights and fly fishes. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Cooley smokes weed. Smoke weed every day. Show. Hey, Shizzle. Oscar Urbina says, how about the commanders losing the trademark to the name? We going back to the Washington team. We're going to talk about that next. So hold hold that thought, sir. We're going to talk about that here in Uno Momento. Por favor. Por favor. Uno Momento. Por favor. Que lastima. Yeah. It's not, it's not Cinco de Mayo anymore. It's what a mm. shame it's vanished if y'all need to learn it. It was when it was <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. What a good time that was for us on the show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I forgot what we did, but that's because it was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little too much Buffalo Trace, a little too much. Tonight I'm drinking some Jefferson's Oceans at Sea. What's your favorite 22. Spanish word? Favorite Spanish word? Yeah, mine's marijuana. <laughs> My, that's mari- marijuana. Yeah. I don't know. Chupame. Ch- I don't know what that <laughs> is. Tell me, a, tell me to suck something or what'd you call me? We got a we got a comment from any uh, guy. I'm talking to a Mexican girl, Mexican girl right now. That's Anaka, Anaka, man, man, like the like the Anaka. like the primitive like the primitive people of the world, man. Okay, aka the shiny one Anaka. says question to you guys. First off, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Does EB employ a fullback in this run first offense? If so, is it Alex Arma? And to, and to me, it helps both in the run game and the pass game to protect a young quarterback in Sam. Dev, let's go to you. Do you think there will be a fullback? And then we'll go to Phil after. Man, um, I think there might be maybe, I guess, the old school Joe Gibbs H-back, perhaps, instead of a fullback. Um, but I would like for there to be a fullback if that's really the question. I, I, I can see it happening. I can see it happening, man. Um, if they're really dedicated to the run or at least a, a RPO or a, a rollout-based offense, yeah, I can see it happening. 
I'm, I'm hoping for it, actually. Phil, what do you think? I don't think that it's going to be the primary set. I think you'll see packages that involve a fullback, um, a lot of short yardage stuff, of course, but even stuff on first and second down. You'll probably see fullbacks in there as well. It'll probably be Arma. He's the only one that really seems to be penciled in to play that position. And, um, you know, it, it adds a wrinkle to your offense, either as a fullback or you have another tight end in there as an H-back. You can do it a couple different ways, and I think you're going to see different packages. It's not going to be a base set, but it will be one that you see mixed in with everything else. It will be a regular uh, uh, series of packages that involve a fullback. I, I think you're going to see that. You think so? I think so. I think I think it'll. I think what's the what's the rookie we got? Uh, so that's rookie? that's where I was going, Dev. I don't think there's going to be because there's just no room. It's Brian Robinson. It's Antonio Gibson. It's Chris Rodriguez Jr. Who you're talking about, Dev? Yeah, and Jared think, Patterson. Think, yeah. Now, if you watch UK play, which mm-hmm. I unfortunately did, um, that's four, that's four. The guy, the guy just, has all the just lose a tight end though. He was the best player on the UK's team last year. I know that everybody's going to say it was Levis, but that the the Chris Rodriguez was the best player on Kentucky's football team last year on offense. Better no than Levis? Better than Better Le- I mean, Levis is the quarterback who's more important. But the guy that he threw it to and handed it to to get all the touchdowns was him. The didn't, second half of the year was Rodriguez's, Rodriguez's team. He was a running back. Didn't Jared Patterson go to uh, – No. No, he was – I think it was like North Texas or some shit. I don't know where. Dude, Patterson? Patterson? He went to Patterson went to Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. Buffalo. Yeah. That's right. That's it was a blue right. team, though. Same class. Buffalo University. I thought we had another quarterback who went to, excuse me, a running back that went to Kentucky not too long ago. So, yes. And then the guy, thank you. We had, we had, uh, we had Reggie Bonifon who played at Louisville. But he, he was a quarterback at Louisville, and they moved to running back in uh, Carolina and Washington. Okay. Kevin Williams Back up from YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. Says, what's up, fellas? Them not being there is okay. I, we all agree. Not worried about sweat. He'll be straight. Young is becoming like other de- defensive end from OSU. Great one on the field, but always injured. I'm going to reserve till this season. That's a whole yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I, He had one injury. Yeah. That just, it was a, it was, a, people don't understand that the injury he had, it was not like a simple ACL tear. It's not like what Adrian Peterson had. Hell, it's not even what RG3 had. It was way worse. It was PCL. It was ACL and PCL, so it required extra time for a recovery. Plus, and, so I, I he was always injured. No, he had one long recovery from one injury. Right. So I get that. I get the concern because it took away so much of his rookie contract. But I hate that, oh, he's always injured, uh, but he's a bust. He had one injury. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. And Kevin Williams also says, who's a fan of Buffalo Trey? He says, we're in Virginia Beach sipping on the screwball. That's that peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, My wife likes it. Ah. I, they, 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 uh, okay. I, watch, uh, I don't know if you guys watch Kill Tony, which is the best show no. on anything. That, I'm telling you right now on YouTube, go watch Kill Tony, best show on YouTube. Um. They, they do peanut butter whiskey on there, sponsored by that. But I was going to say about uh, about the uh, what was the fuck? I'm lost. What we're talking about? I'm lost. Chase Young. Yeah. People keep saying Chase Young's hurt all the time, but Chase Young just got hurt in the middle of his second year and didn't come back to the end of his third year. He yeah. had like basically missed 
majority of two seasons off one injury. It wasn't like he's been injured every year. I mean, if you want to say Montez Sweat every year is on IR, I can get that one. You know, I can understand if you say uh, uh, St. Juice. He ends every year on IR. I get that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but Chase Young's not one of those guys. Yet anyways, if you want to ask me if anybody needs to go through OTAs in the season I injured, it's St. Juice and Sweat. Sweat gets kind of a leeway because one of the misses was because his brother got murdered. Yeah. So, yeah, so, now, so now Kevin Williams, Kevin Williams clarified. He says he's just in that category of the Boses. He didn't say bus. Well, he's not going to get I, the I, 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 Kevin, my, my statement wasn't necessarily directed at you specifically. I mean, you used the words always. And a lot of people online who just love to dwell in negativity use that exact phrase and say bust. So I'm combining what you said with the same context I've seen that used in other comments that say he's always hurt. He's a bust. So I'm just addressing both what you said and what others have said that are in the same vein, but add in the bust label. And I'm kind of addressing it all at once instead of making two separate comments because we already go long enough as it is on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> by, like, by the way, we've already, you can look at the Nevada podcast where we talk about why Chase Young doesn't get the numbers the Bosa does for the majority of reasons. I mean, the Bosa's are great. That's one of the reasons. But yeah. another reason is, is Jack Dario does not send extra pass rushes. So every time you hike the ball against Washington, they have to beat you one-on-one. And by the time they get to you, they got the ball to their hands. You, they, that's why we got. We're amongst the leaders every year in hurries, and we're in a pass rush hurries. efficiency, but we don't get the finish because we don't send an extra guy and get that lucky one guy get through with an open block. Like that, that's get why we don't have the numbers. But, but you know, he's just as effective. And the thing about Chase Young, or people don't notice, it's not just sacks. The guy is in the top five every year in efficiency. He held, He holds the edge. He solidifies the run. He does everything else right. So, so it's not – we're looking at him – if you look at his career in a vacuum so far, it's easy to say, could he be a bust or could he be injury prone? Because he's not. You have to look at the at the, all of the little ins and outs of why the situation is how it is. Yeah. He's, he's asked to do more than just put your hand in the ground and chase the quarterback no matter what. Yep. He's asked to play an all-around game. Yeah. Yep. Which is a detriment to his payday, probably. You know, <laughs> keep it real. Yeah. If he was just out there like Parsons, just hit, just hit somebody. You know, like yeah. you know. See ball, get ball. Right. Ryan Elias, thank you for joining. Said tequila on deck per usual. 1800, 1800. Red zone in the lab. My boy Deuce says, "What it do? It's Ooh. the Ice Man, Paul Wow." Got my mouth looking something like a disco ball. No, nobody knows that one. Said, "What it do?" Thanks, Dev. Sunlight illuminates the dark. Cooking, man. Dev cooking. Dev cooking. That's right. That's right. Hey, Rivers Reese from YouTube. Thank you for joining us. I think Chase will crush it this year. He hurt his knee way worse than anyone thought. That's exactly what Phil just said. This is a proven year. He's fully recovered, ready to eat. That's what I'm saying. I'm not ready to pass judgment until we see him on a field. Though, now, if he comes out and plays like ass this year, then yeah, y'all can call him bust. And a whole bunch of people are going to be like, I, I called it from the beginning. Uh, we should have drafted, uh, 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 who was it? Um, Justin Herbert or whoever. Blah, 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 blah. We should have. Yeah, 
didn't know at the time. <laughs> Kevin Williams brings up a good point. So let's be honest, though. It's bad when he mainly tries to coach him on some things. The league knows his one move. Yes, Jack screwed him. Hope Kerrigan saves him. I will say, if there ever was a one move person, it was Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, that dude's yeah. his move Ryan was Kerrigan. straight bull. Ryan Kerrigan, Brian. nobody was afraid of Ryan Kerrigan. I love Ryan Kerrigan. No one was ever afraid of him. And Ryan again, we're looking at Young as if you're saying he only has one move, but he's only played like 12, 13 games. Yeah. Oh, he played like I guess his rookie year. He was hurt his rookie year too, right? At the beginning of the year. Who? Chase. Wasn't he injured like the first no. couple of games? No. No. All right, well, let's start on the next topic. So we're going to talk about the trademark. So there's been some late late news as of yesterday, today. So for those who aren't tracking, it's a little bit of trademark drama again. We spent two years in a rebrand from the Washington Redskins to the Washington football team to the Washington Commanders. Many people will say that we should add a different name, the Warriors, the Red Wolves, whatever. We settled on commanders. So lo and behold, the U.S. Uh, excuse me, the USPTO, which is the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, denied the trademark application from the commanders. On May 18th, the USPTO issued the denial, citing two reasons. Number one, an existing trademark for Commander's Classic, and number two, pending applications filed by a D.C. area man. That's right. Do you guys know who that man is? Davis. <laughs> His name is Martin McCauley. Look, it feels a little, you can't see it now, but. So this was the letter. This was the, this was the tweet that started it all. Go ahead, Phil. So our friend Martin McCauley has appeared once again. And Martin McCauley's lawyer came out and said that he would withdraw his pending application for the name commanders. And actually, it was like Space Commanders, Wolf Commanders. <laughs> like, this is what he does. He buys up all of them. And then his lawyer right here, I think that's his lawyer. Yes, it is. Genius. Genius, says, man. He will step aside in exchange for a contribution to a charity to offer scholarships for Native Americans. Well, but then he says, I'll do it for free. He always says that. I'll do it for free. Well, no, that's not free. He wants you to pay up money to someone else in yeah. exchange for stepping aside. So we, so, can't use, so we can't use commanders as of right now? As Correct. No, it's, they can use it. They just can't trademark it, which means that if you want to make, yeah, if you want to go out and make bootleg sure. gear, they can't sue you for it. Yes. China, but, China's Martin, good. Martin McCauley can, though. No. No. Martin McCauley is called the his nickname is the trademark hog. He wrote a book on this. Basically, we took two years to rebrand. So what did he do? He went out and bought a crap ton of names that he thought the team might even be remotely Washington Space Commanders, Washington Football Commander. He, you know, he even owned the Washington football team trademark at one point. Did you know that? So it's this is how our society works. You can't, it's not, it's not illegal. It's very litigious. Is that what that's called? Litigious. <laughs> it's it's being opportunistic. Because you know what? If I had it's thought about it, dick. Let's be real. Just give me some season tickets. I mean, it's it's kind of like blackmail. It's kind of like for uh, life. Give me some life extortion. Tickets, it's it's semi extortion. 
I'll take the crappiest seat for life, though. They gave me the crappiest he seat in the new stadium for life. I, I here's the thing. He all every time, every time it's well, I'll step aside, but you gotta give uh you gotta give scholarships to Native Americans. Yeah. This was okay, the first dude, right here. Have you seen classic. Martin McCauley, first of all? Yeah. Dude, I swear I hope we shake. Now pasty white, like, pasty white dude. Right? I'm kind of on board with once to always <laughs> watch this pasty white dude wants to white knight. He was came out so strong when they were looking for a new name against the old name Redskins mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So he's trying to pay himself as the good guy when really he's just being an obstructionist at this point. Why does he want to be an obstructionist? I don't know. Maybe he's a Red Wolves fan too. In which case, he should probably get a visit from Chris Hansen. Kevin Williams says, let's go Red Wolves and howl to the moon. But the dude said on case two, he will drop his for a charitable donation. Yep, that's what we were just going through. Um, He probably owns Red Wolves too. so. So here's the other ones. Washington Space Commanders. Washington Wolf Commanders. Dude's in Alexandria. He ain't far. What are the next steps? Space commanders. As for commanders. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wouldn't that just burn the ass of everybody involved? Cobra commanders is there. If they change the name to Wolf Commanders, you want to talk about nobody being happy? They should be Wolf Commander Skins. That'd be even better. Uh, It says, what are the commanders' next steps? For our audio crowd, it says the team can file a response arguing that an NFL team is unlikely be, to be confused with a single college game because that's what the Commanders Classic is. They can win yeah. that. And number two, attempt to buy out the rights or sign a coexistence agreement, which is what they could have did with Red Wolves if they chose to do that with Arkansas. But I don't think they wanted to choose it. They didn't choose to do that. And it says as for no, because that would have been a much bigger deal. Yeah. That would and probably it, require more money. And everyone's saying, we'll see if he keeps his his word. Uh, and it says, it is likely the U.S. Uh, Patent and Trade Office will drop the refusal due to Commander's Classic Trademark if a good legal argument is submitted. Which there and is all the commanders easy, need to do is a little help from a legal argument for that one. Yeah, I, I think this is not going to be that big of a deal. I think it's going to As long as through. Macaulay doesn't end up being an ass, which he lives to be. Yeah. Yeah. And as my as my headline says, that dude can just go ahead and eat five Popeyes biscuits without any water. For all I care, <laughs> like eating saltines with no water, just choke on them. Gets all smacky. Chris McDaniel, thank you for joining. He has a late comment. We won't dwell on it, but he says Chase sustained his first significant injury September 27, 2020 against the Browns, suffering an inaugural uh, in something groin strain grade two was out for two games. Marcus says, for two games. Okay. I want the Red Wolves. They're out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, mind, I don't I mind the Red Wolves. I wolves. think that Red Wolves is your first pick. You need a visit from the, the Chris Hansen and the T- Catch a Predator guys because that name is best suited for some you know youth soccer team. And yeah, if you want that for this team, you have a thing for little kids. And I got a problem with that. Phil is what we call the the juvenile bullshit people. Feels like, hey, I, I, I said I wouldn't curse. Rare Wolves is a better name than Commanders, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Dev on this one. Yeah, both of them are all, y- all y'all, all y'all are yeah, I, I, I'm not saying you don't have to be Red Wolves, just be Wolves. 
no, you know, or something. no alliteration. Cool God, that is so bush league. Hey, I mean, I was hey, I own the copyrights to Fashion Black, so I'm going. Do <laughs> <laughs> fantasy? How's Black? that working out for you? Y'all gotta pay me for watching the Fast Blacks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, I, what's Sam? Because he's we, Korean. We talked about this middle name is Devonte. Samuel Devonte How? We don't. How, Even if you do want a, a new name, like I don't, I don't want to do another rebrand. I can't no. deal with it again. I can't no. deal with another team sale. I can't deal with another rebrand. Please, for the love of God, can we please just play football like a normal team? That uh, so. For the it's sake not of a that, name. it's not yeah. the generic, uh, you I'm know, good, you know, I'm gravy, not even premium saltine. It's like the great value saltine name of <laughs> Washington football team. Like, we still own Redskins. what we, we still, still own, own it, yeah, yeah, fuck it, yeah, fuck it. That'd be hilarious. They said we had a throwback jersey that I heard somebody told me that, yeah, that would be me. He ain't tell me that. I don't believe Phil told me anything, man. He's hiding. shit. I was told he tells the shit after and and, 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 and all I'm gonna say is is that the word those words came out of the mouth of someone with the initials JW. JW. He's never he's never been wrong about anything. Well, this is that's his job. He's never done that. He's never done that poorly. I mean that's my guy though. And other good news the team is likely not going to be penalized. From tampering with Andrew Luck. If you saw last week's show, it was called Irkin, Irkin Ursay. <laughs> and that's all because you can call him Oxycontin Ursay. You know what I'm saying? Ursay sucks. <laughs> and he no made a public God. announcement. He made a public announcement that, you oh, know, sure. anyone that's been messing with it, that would try to get the rights to Andrew Luck would be, you know, slapped with tampering rules. So, Mark Maskey and uh, Nikki Javala said the commanders are now actually unlikely to face any penalties from these allegations. Uh, it was reported earlier this month. Uh, John Kime also said that Washington even phoned about retiring Andrew Luck just in case before trading with Indianapolis to acquire quarterback Carson Wentz. So there was some bad poo-poo going around. Not sure the source of it. Not sure where what it came is, from. You can, call someone, you can call someone else to say, hey, what is the contract situation? Right. Well, through a proxy. So his uncle, Andrew Luck's uncle, is the agent. So I could just say, "Hey, Dev, I could be Martin, Martin May, Martin McCauley, Martin Mayhew, and say, "Hey, Dev, go call this guy, ask him what your nephew's doing." None the wiser. You know what I mean? But um, Nikki Javala, they said that there, there was, there's not enough hard evidence of impermissible contact by commanders, and the situation is likely going to fade away. It does not appear the NFL launched a formal investigation of the allegation. Now, what that tells me, though, is it, where there's smoke, there's fire. So there was probably something that happened. Yeah, probably something that was in said, hey, what is the deal? They found out yeah. not, they couldn't do anything, and they left it alone. It probably, probably was a good deal until they saw uh, Andrew Luckey look like he was on street Adderall. See that guy? He's like skinny as shit. Yeah, he he looks like he's on Dallas Buyers. He's like Uncle Sai on <laughs> D- Dynasty, bro. You know, it's, it's like it's yeah. either, players always go one of two ways. They either drop a ton of weight, or you know they all end up looking like you know Nate Newton uh, after about. Uh, <laughs> Nate Newton did a lot of cocaine, so I mean yeah. I don't know. If... <laughs> and, uh, Newton's the only fat cocaine addict. 
Ever. Man, if you fail at doing, if you fail at being a crackhead, something's up with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The, the it's crazy when you see some of the, like the offensive linemen go down to like normal guy weight. They keep that. It just shows you how hard they work to keep that weight on, and it, it it's crazy. Damn. Yeah, Marcus says I really don't care what their name is. I just want a Super Bowl trophy, don't we yeah, all? You're bro? not gonna get one of those for a while, but I, yeah. I just <laughs> I want Kevin, to win. Kevin says sorry to backtrack about the fullback position, but why not move Gibson there and use him like Darrell Young, Rob B. Rob. He, I think he's a little more. Gibson is not shifty. Is not- He's not a blocker. He's not a blocking back. Yeah. He's not a guy you want leading the block out of the backfield. You probably just, rather have Robinson there than him. That's what John Bates is. You want to take a guy who converted from wide receiver to running back to fullback. Wide receiver to running back, I get. Not you had a guy do that, right? I just don't think that that's his skill set. Now's Paul? Uh, the wide receiver to tight end. Yeah, yeah, that, like yeah he went from wide to tight end. Darrell Young was a linebacker. Who who was the other linebacker that we uh, – Ryan Anderson. Anderson. Remember we put Alexander. Ryan Anderson with him at, at, at fullback? Yeah, but just to rehash that. Was, Darrell the, Young, the, was it Darrell Young was linebacker or was that uh, Mike Sellers? Rock Alexander. Rock Cartwright? Rock Cartwright. Yeah, yeah, the one played tackle, and then defensive lineman. Then no, you're thinking of Lorenzo Alexander. Lorenzo Alexander. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But, so Kevin, just to go back – I personally said there's not enough room to keep all these running backs. You have Rob B. Rob, Antonio Gibson, Chris Rodriguez, who we drafted out of Kentucky, and Jared Patterson. If you keep Alex Armour, that's five running backs. No team keeps five running backs. Doesn't happen. So I don't know where this fullback's going to come from. Look, we just lost Armani Rogers. <laughs> Segway. Yeah. And uh, you now could either keep another tight end to replace him, or you can keep Armour at fullback. Yeah. On that note. I do want to say, what's up to badass Lord Tipsy? Says, good evening, Commanders fam. What are we tipping tonight? I got some Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea. That's what uh, I'm keeping it sober. By the way, if Sims can't go to free safety, man, then he can't, then Gibson can't go to fullback. That's that's my rule. Sims went to a completely different franchise. Yeah. Rivers Reese says, start winning and the name won't matter. If they pick a new name, it would suck too. You kind of have a point. It really doesn't matter what the name is. If we start winning, no one's gonna care what the name is. I don't know, man. Wait till the Cleveland Guardians win the win a World Series. People will be like, "All right." No, so that name will always suck. That name's same in the Pelicans. The Pelicans gonna be bad too. Nah, Wizards also. Wizards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. Uh, Kevin says, "Ha ha ha!" If Ron has his way, a lot a lot go away, and Apke stays. Man, trap that up. would make Dev's day. Now, I'm not an Apke fan. I just think it's cool. I like saying the name Apke. Yeah. Trapkey. Trapkey. It's Trapkey season, right? Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. You get trapped in free agency and off the franchise. (laughs) Uh, But the next news is Armani Rogers ruptured his Achilles tendon on Tuesday. They didn't know exactly what was going to happen. So of the of the tight end room, we had five personnel. We had Logan Thomas, John Bates, Cole Turner, Curtis Hodges, and Armani Rogers. We did not draft a tight end. Which was my big thing. I think we should have, but we didn't. So now we're down to four tight ends. We have Logan Thomas, who we hope to be great. John Bates, who is a fantastic pass catcher, but that's that's about he's very solid. And Cole Turner, who's a wide receiver posing as a tight end, but he got hurt last year because Taylor threw a high ball and got him concussed. And then Curtis Hodges, who's a also a wild card. So the tight end room is just kind of up in the air and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I mean, Eric Bieniemy is running Andy Reid's West Coast offense, which featured 
Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. So we don't have that safety release valve, relief valve of a young quarterback to dump it off to his tight end. Now, I think if Logan's healthy, he could be that guy, but he's only going to do so much. So does this worry you that we're now down to these four tight ends? And uh, Phil, I'll start with you. No. You're good. You're good. You're good at who we have. I'm going with what we got. Okay, that's fair. The, uh, here's the thing. Hodges, Hodges to me is is uh, much like Rogers, a potential guy. So yeah. Well, you really haven't lost anything. In fact, Hodges actually has a lot more size to him. That's what makes him interesting. He's a P. It's like you're playing spades. He's a P. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you say he's a P. He might be like a, a six of spades. You don't know what to do with that one. <laughs> do you count it? Do you not count it? But you, Dev. Yeah, I, I agree with him. Um, not worried about tight ends, huh? Nah, I, 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 you guys know it's my favorite position. It's like Phil and his lineman. I just I want to see our tight ends do well. It's no secret that a, a good tight end is really good for a young quarterback. And but I think you guys are on to something. I think it can be offset because we have three really good wide receivers, and then we have potentially Antonio Gibson who could just be checked down central. You know, so I, I think it's okay. I just wish the tight ends. I like to have a tight end who can get behind the second level and, and, and do something, you know? Travis Kelsey was open in the middle of the field every pass play, 100% of the time. Yeah, but there's only one of those. There's like a couple of those guys in the league Cole like Turner, that. Cole Turner could be the guy that we all that a lot of people think oh, want Rodgers to be. He's got the potential, dude. Right. I think I think that's a great. I think that's the best move is to develop Cole Turner behind Thomas and with Bates out there blocking. Uh, I think that that is the kind of the room. I think anybody yeah. else added to that room is just there for for potential or for to develop. I don't think anyone. But are going to get Rogers. Rogers was by far the shortest tight end we had. Yeah. All of our tight ends are like six 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 seven six eight. Yeah, Kurt, we got uh, big. Big boys, we got. I'm talking. About we got power forwards. Curtis Hodges is six eight. Cole Turner is six six. John Bates is six six. And Logan Thomas, I believe, is six six six. So six. Everyone's six six except for uh, Monty Rogers, who's six eight. That's insane. Yeah. That's um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is uh. That 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 that's a that's a room full of college power forwards right there. You tell right? me. And you know Deuce. What? That's what yeah. you want. Red Zone in the lab. Please make sure you go sub up to Deuce's channel. They are kicking out all kinds of crazy content. It's it's, it's coming fast. It's coming hot. If you're not subbed, you're missing out. Uh, it says Cole Turner did a lot of work today. Uh, he doesn't look like a wide receiver. He looked sharp, sharp routes, hips, and heat uh, head fluid. So Deuce was at uh, OTAs today. So that's a, that's a really good uh, perspective. Thank you for sharing that, Deuce. Uh, Rivers Reese says, "What's up with Cole Turner? I think his name is. He's supposed to be good. Yeah, he was my favorite pick from last year." Mm-hmm. Marcus, I had high hopes for Rodgers, but they would look for a free agency title. Do you need to? To, you answer, need, you... to answer the Cole Turner question, he got concussed because he was trying to reach up and catch one of those way Heine- too high ducks thrown by Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I even Taylor Heineke is Voldemort. <laughs> we, we try not to say that name, but we know it happens on this show. You know, nothing but love for Taylor, but let's let him go to game back around the back of his head. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm yeah. so glad that dude's gone. <laughs> uh, 
And then the Kai said, and this offense will be okay. Rodgers could have been a game changer. He was the most explosive tight end we had, but we will be okay. Lord Tipsy said, hearing BattleBots is insane tonight, but command this comes first. That's what's up, bro. Appreciate you. Marcus says, EB has a lot of toys. We just have to adjust the offense. It's almost too many toys. Right. It's a Having good problem. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Having seen yeah. Bienemy adjust offenses before, that's why I feel comfortable with whatever we lose or whatever we gain, he'll find a way to adjust the offense to fit the talent he has, which is the exact opposite of Scott Turner. Yeah, straight up. You know, Dew says um, we are always full of air quotes potential. Rodgers had about six or so good plays last year, and we act like we lost Kelsey. And you know what, Deuce? You're right. We That's ain't what, on this podcast. I'm with you. So we, as fans, when I say we, I mean the holistically, we we get excited about our players. But a lot of times we get these these homer blinders we put on. These are my my blinders. But we 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 have to take them off and be subjective because, believe it or not, this is not a popular opinion. A lot of these guys are just jags on another team. They're just a guy. They're our guys. But if you put these guys on other teams, they're just a guy. I don't – That that visual that visual example given to you by Steve Top Gun Lim over there. That's right. The the, <laughs> the aviators. Um, but, yeah. We, we call we do. him Ice Man. Ice Man. <laughs> and then the guy says, don't sleep on Bates. Everyone wants to throw him under the bus, but he's going to ball out on this offense. He's Mr. Consistent. You throw it, he'll catch it. I don't throw Bates under the bus. I've been caping hard for that dude and, since we drafted him. And he's a really good blocker. He really is. And he's when he's got good hands when the ball is thrown to him. He doesn't have the athletic ability to create separation with speed. Right. But much like, for instance, to use another basketball analogy, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was great at getting his body between – the opposing player and the ball for rebounds. Bates is that guy. Bates is really good at getting inside the defender on a crossing route or a hook and getting that big frame in front of whoever's guarding him to catch passes. Yep. Gives it to him. That's right. I like John Bates. He's he, he, you know where you're going to get with him. He, he's got sticky hands. He's got those uh stick them on his hands. So he'll, he'll throw it. You catch it. Rivers Reese says, I'm a Norfolk boy. So I watched him live, but not the answer for sure. I want him to do well. He's talking about old, old duck ball. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. No, Peyton Manning was a six, five laser rocket arm quarterback. Yeah. None of those, uh, none of those adjectives apply to Taylor. Heineken. No, who, who was he talking about then? Talking about, a Taylor Heineke. <laughs> All right. Enough Taylor Heineke. So, yes, Armani Rodgers is out. Um, your Deuce was right. He didn't do a whole lot last year. It, it kind of reminds me of my guy, Antonio Ganey-Golden. You know, he had one of the best plays of the entire season before he retired. Oh, bless, man. Bless his soul. Armani Rodgers had a couple <laughs> catches, man, last year. Armani, yeah, he did. Armani Rodgers? Yeah, he had a couple catches. He ran a beautiful tight end reverse. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Antonio Gandy Golden did. Correct. <laughs> he did. He did. And then he got blown up on the sideline. He got tackled at the end of that reverse. 
Hey, I'll tell you what, though. I show it to my kids every day. I'm like, hey, dad was in the NFL. Look at this shit. I gave, I had a 20-yard run, and then some dude destroyed me on the way out of bounds. absolutely wrecked me. Hey, the legend of Antonio Gainey-Golden will live on forever. God bless his soul. Liberty University represent. Armani Rogers had five <laughs> catches. Five catches, 64 yards. No touchdowns. Six targets. So five receptions, 64 yards. We didn't lose. We probably not losing. We have a yeah. It's a bunch of potential. Right. He was the fourth. He was the fourth target. Dude said, "Wait a minute. Did Phil just compare Bates to Dennis Robin?" Yeah. I believe you did, sir. It was a good example. You know, hey, you know, you, you hey, got you right. got five yeah. metaphors in your comparisons. I don't know how front office Philly would feel about that, but next time we see him, we'll have to freaking ask him about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's out with Jim Irsay having a Coke bender. Yeah, Coke bender. Hey, next topic. So our boy Brian Davis, PG County's finest, is back in the news again. So we talked about this four episodes ago on, on Mythical Money. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on the channel or on the audio platform. And Brian Davis had this magical $10 billion, excuse me, $10 billion bid, which he said, yeah, you know, his intellectual property was worth Seven billion. So he was going to bid seven billion. They were going to use three billion for liquidity. That's ten, and then an extra billion. Uh, excuse me, three billion for the stadium, and an extra billion for whatever. So he was going to have ten billion dollars uh, to bid. Rumor has it he thought he he kept looking at those cubes you put to make broth of soup, and he kept thinking he bullion. Was, he was putting the uh, bullion, not not billion. <laughs> yeah, and so he's back in the news again, and. It's funny because if you if you know I know Deuce knows him very well, uh, old AJ Perez. Um, if you remember Brian Davis being on the Junkies, Eric Bickle specifically said, "So I've read somewhere that you're doing this just to sue the NFL, and it's not a true a bid, and blah 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 blah." And his first response was, "You can go back and listen to the interview. I've I've never sued anyone. I'm not here to sue anyone. I want to own the team." And lo and behold, we come to find out. His initial lawsuit said $500 billion, a $500 billion lawsuit to Bank of America, not the commanders, not the NFL, to Bank of America because they failed to adjudicate his bid and put it in the process. That has now been retorted, retracted. Now, the lawsuit to Bank of America is just for $990,000. So I don't know how you go from That's probably 500, the application fee. 500 <laughs> billion to 990,000. Oh, my neck, my back, my neck, and my back. I want 500 billion. We can sell out of court right now for 995,000. Yeah. And it's not Josh Harris. It's his company, Urban Echo, which you can't find anything online about, but apparently it does exist because he's been in the trenches. He has been doing social media. He hasn't having a forward facing webpage like every other company in the world does. But yes, it, 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 it's all fun. But it, go check out AJ Perez's Twitter. It has a whole, giant thread on it it says uh, he says i obtained the guarantee letter for the transfers and the doc raised more questions than it had answered he called every phone number <laughs> on that letter and one was for a fish business a fish business and it said but did i talk to someone he did talk to someone potentially involved and the question was 
why is a sports reporter asking these questions? There's this whole thing is just fishy, and I hate no pun intended. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole why thing, is a sports reporter report asking questions about the potential sale of a sports team? Right. Here's here's the Twitter thread if you want to go check it out. Shout out to AJ Perez and Front Office Sports. Hopefully we can get him on a show soon. But Brian Davis is salty that his bid was not accepted, although his company did acknowledge that the commanders as have accepted Josh Harris in their, in their bids. But this is what I was talking about when he said, Why is a sport this is this is why is a sports reporter asking these questions? It's kind of funny. You know what I mean? It really is. Uh, and then he goes on to say, oh, and the lawsuit, which originally sought $500 billion, is now 990000 That's a 99% cut. 99. Nine times 99. That just goes to show you that I think that this was all a dog and a pack of jujubes by the end of this right. case. And then this was yesterday, but apparently his attorney had until noon today to give the judge a status report on the attempts to contact Bank of America. And it's funny. So the junkies kind of got something right when they asked him, are you doing this just to sue the league? It well, was obvious. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Shouldn't I shouldn't say it because EB is actually my, if you rank all four of the guys on the junkies, EB is my number two on there. Yeah. So I like, I would expect him to ask a question like that because he could come up with a smart one every now and then. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, nonetheless, as much as I've given the junks hell for getting a lot of stuff wrong and Chris Russell for caping for him, um, by the way, Chris Russell, you still owe me an apology, Uh, but, um, nonetheless, you're not getting that apology. I'm never no. gonna get that apology. You know, oh, this is the same guy, Chris Russell, the same guy who got pulled over by the cops and pulled the "Do you know who I am?" card. I would too. So, know who I am. <laughs> and it's on. By the way, the audio still exists. Oh, but um, oh, anyway, we got sample in. You know who I am. <laughs> pretty much pulled that in. stunt on the cop. But uh, nonetheless, kudos to Eb. He 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 voiced what a lot of us were listening going this don't sound legit this right. sounds like it's a scam for something else and it's because we're making a note i'm saying I, I, it's mm. shady right. motherfuckers know shady shit when they see it yeah real real recognize real right right all right last topic for tonight you guys don't know this is coming this, we kind of alluded to it last week and I kind of dropped it, and I think I kind of want to have another whole show topic on it, but just, just to kind of preview it, I have a question for you guys and everyone in the crowd. Does having a good culture on a team, football culture, equal winning? Just be, it, is having a good culture synonymous with winning? And I'm going to leave it at that. More often than not. Especially if you want long-term success, yeah, you don't see teams that have bad culture exist in such toxicity for a long period of time and have success. It will eventually implode upon itself. Okay, what about you, Dev? Does having a good culture on a team equal winning? Oh uh, no, 
I'd say majority of the time, but I mean, we've seen the Bulls, right? We all know the Pittsburgh Steelers back in the days. Yeah, you know we all knew we all knew all the Yankees were on steroids and fucking up shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, they were still winning. Miami, look at, look at all of the all of the Miami Hurricanes. Man, all the Miami Hurricanes, bro. Yeah, I mean, Louisville has here's strippers. the thing. Here's the Louisville thing. The culture, the culture, the culture, the culture. You gotta understand, but those guys were united in that sense too. Like. Negative culture will end up with players sniping at each other. You didn't have that. Like I'm talking about, like constantly. Yeah, but if they the would did that, the Bulls would have the Bulls. Did, the Bulls the, the, here's the thing, though. The Bulls eventually put that stuff aside. That's how they won multiple championships. That first season, the first two seasons under Phil Jackson were the rough ones, and that's when he was trying to basically undo the damage to the culture of that team that Doug Collins had done. So what you're saying, Phil, is it doesn't matter if it's a good culture or a bad culture. If it's the culture that if it's a united culture, that's what. Well, I, I, let me let me let me let me clarify that you're 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 Man, kind of thieves. putting it there, but let me rephrase that. When it comes to the be, the team, a good culture as far as the football team, as far as. These guys go to practice. They all practice hard. They keep each other accountable when it counts. That's good culture, right? It's more about us. It's not about me kind of thing. We got 53 guys all looking out for me. That's bad culture. Okay. Then I, I would challenge you guys because I, I would argue, do we all agree that Ron Rivera has installed a good culture? I think he has. A good I culture. That's why I think you're starting to see the pieces fall into place. People gotta realize how bad things were. People, because we're in a, we have a short attention span in this day and age of everything instant. And if it happened a year ago, it was forever ago. But people forget how how bad things were under the Gruden and Allen regime ruling over this team. It was absolutely atrocious. All the things that they – you got to think, everybody wants, everybody wants to point at Dan Snyder, and Dan Snyder has a lot that can be pointed at him. But Jay Gruden, it was Club Jay. There was no accountability. There was no, there was no toughness. There was no – Nothing there. It was just everybody showed up. Okay, we got around the office. Blah 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 blah. Uh, can we get out of here early enough? And he hit Bar Louie. And he had Bruce Allen, who was winning off the field. Winning off the field. Yeah. Marcus says, Yeah, because bad culture is when things leak out of the building to the media. Chet Scotland, thank you for tuning in on YouTube. Appreciate you. Said the only culture needed is winning culture. I agree. Rivers Reese says, yes, for sure. Everything else gels and a well-oiled machine runs hard. Anunakai says, culture is fine and dandy when you have a below-average head coach and a bunch of jags and bums on a team, you get mediocre results. That's why we are a mid-team. Ron is getting fired regardless of what this team does. This is coach-centric. Bullshit is over. He's out. You can take that to the I, bank. I agree and, with him. I've told y'all this. I think, I think that unless he does some crazy shit, dog, unless, unless Hal is the franchise quarterback, no, no questions asked. Nah, nah, nah. I'm there. The shiny one's here. It, what he's trying to say is that we'll go 17 and 0. We'll win the Super Bowl. Ron's getting fired. 
Man, that's what he wants. This is where I was alluding to. I say Ron has a great culture on this team, which means he's probably had a great culture everywhere he's been. But great culture does not necessarily equal winning. Ron's had three winning seasons in his 12-year career. I think he tried to keep yes, Ron around. But I don't know. If he have you ever – here's the thing. I'm glad you brought this up, all right? Those first two seasons, he's fixing culture in yep. Carolina. And then you have the next five seasons, you have three of them are winning years. Yeah. Hell, he in 2012, he got a division title at 7-9, and nine, or he got into the playoffs. I know that. I think it was well, a division we, title. We know what that's like. So we know what that's like. Now, he had to take over a much worse culture here after taking over from uh, Jay Gruden. Now, to emphasize the point a little bit further, the Carolina Panthers falling apart after that Super Bowl run and everything is actually documented very well in uh, um, SB Nation. Well, now it's called Secret Base. They have a thing. They have a series called Collapse, where they talk about a team that hits a peak. They're great, and it falls apart. And they chronicled the Panthers under Ron Rivera. And it actually absolves Ron of a lot of the blame for that. If you watch it, like they do not put much, if any, blame on Ron for why things started to fall apart after that. Toward yeah. you know the last couple of seasons, a lot of it was guys got hurt, guys got old, guys retired. And they couldn't get the, the, the talent to replace it. They had to rebuild. And I, if I had, if I had, but you can look it up, look up secret base collapse Panthers on, on YouTube, about 20 minute video. It's there. I've watched it a couple of times. I watched it because I wanted to learn a little bit more about Ron Rivera. Cause you know, I did my research and it was very interesting. Yeah. All, all I was, all I wanted to stimulate conversation, if that makes sense, was I, I don't think culture all good culture doesn't always equal winning. You can have a team who's disciplined. You can have a team who's all going in the same direction. You can have a team that listens to every command. You can have a team that, but it doesn't mean that they're winning. Sometimes, so sometimes it's not guaranteed. Much more, often, much more often than not. Yeah. You're going to have sustained success. Does it mean you're going to win the Super Bowl every year? No. Yeah. Sometimes the Patriots, I think there's... Hold on. The Patriots had such good culture that guys who were considered problem children would go up there and either shape up or be gone quickly. Yeah. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh ran the same kind of ship. Chuck Knoll, uh, uh, Bill Cower, and Mike Tomlin. I mean, Three coaches in like teamless. 50 years. Kind of yeah. not fair, but... What's that like? Yeah, I so, don't know. I, I think there's a trade-off. You know what I mean? There's there's, there's a there's a fine if line. You want, if you want immediate gratification, you will sacrifice culture. Yes. If you want to build something for a long term, you have to have good culture. The problem is a lot of time owners are not patient enough to let that fester and build. Where that's where it's kind of unique here is I think we're actually seeing this build before our eyes we right. just a lot of people just don't realize it they're just looking at the seven and nine um 
eight, eight, and one. The minute we didn't you know go I mean? fourteen and two, the very next season after Ron took over, people forgot how bad things were before Ron. Yeah, it's how bad things are now. This comment here, this this is a school of thought a lot of people have. EB will take over and get that accountability part taken care of. Ron changed the culture. EB will change the team to winning. I'm hoping that maybe they'll do this while they're still on the same roster or Ron will move himself out to the front office because I really like Ron. I hope he sticks around in some capacity. And then EB will will will, will get his shot. Ron Rivera is somebody you want in your organization. And even if it's not, not a GM, something. I just think he's just a, a solid dude that you want to have around. Uh, Anunikai says the Wentz debacle was enough to get him fired. The only reason he's still here is because Dan using him as a shield. Dan, the shield is gone. What we need is a real GM, real head coach. Now, you aren't wrong. A lot of times, a Wentz decision like that could get most coaches fired in the NFL. Uh-huh. We, aren't your, we aren't your normal team. <laughs> That's true. What we need is a real GM. Okay. I think that, I think they, I think our, our GM is a former GM on other franchises. Our head coach is a head coach of other franchises who, by the way, got to the Super Bowl. Co-GM one. And don't say it was all Cam. That defense was amazing in Carolina. But, but because we don't get the instant gratification or because Ron Rivera isn't the sexy new guy on the block. Like EB is. I, I still attribute it back to it's year four and he doesn't have a quarterback. Yes, Sam could be that guy. But who? Well, who, Sam turns out to be that guy. You can't say that. But who usually gets four years to find a quarterback? That doesn't happen. Nobody. And this is why a lot of teams don't have success in the NFL because there isn't a patience amongst the ownership or the fan base or the media or any of these other idiots out here. You gotta have four years. When you have to to (laughs) unfuck a decade, and you're making me curse again. I was trying to be better about this, but when you have to unscrew the mess that was left behind by Bruce Allen. By Jay Gruden and by Dan Snyder, that's not something you could do overnight. Yeah, that's true. Not going to fault you there. That's one hundred percent true. Four years though, he turned turned into Jeff Fisher. If Mister Eight 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 Three Years Five Hundred, we've had three years turn around. Year four, you had to bear fruit. Now I am of the mindset: if our fourth year looks like previous three years, I'm with you, Phil. He's yeah, gone. I think he's I'm gone unless it looks but way better. I'm with you. I said when we hired Ron, I need three years to see what where where we're trending at that point. It takes you three years to transform a roster, in my personal opinion. Fully, fully to where you want it to be, to get rid of the previous regime's trash. Three years. Year four, there's no more excuses. Zero. Which is why normally you have your quarterback set before you go into year four. He goes into year four. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we had this quarterback experiment, but we think we have all the other pieces in place. What happens in year five? They were trying. Here's the thing. The first, years, the first year they tried to make it work with Dwayne Haskins. That wasn't happening because yeah. Dwayne wasn't having it. All right. Year two and year three, they try to get the immediate veteran because they were trying to win now. They're trying to satisfy the desire to win now. And that was a mistake. But I understood why. 
All right. Now, granted, did you, did you he know didn't say really Fitz bombed out. He suffered a career-ending injury in the second quarter of the first game. All right. Not exactly heard. like, We're oh, cursed. damn, you should have seen that coming. Terrible, uh, terrible luck for this team. And Wentz, the year before Wentz came here, we were looking at his numbers we're like, damn, this guy was good. Yeah. Rivers Reese says, culture is a foundation for winning. Coaching really matters. Just look at the Giants and Eagles. I hate using them as the example. Yeah, they, they turn their the teams Eagles, around the Eagles fast. Are ca- the Eagles are a case of they're kicking cans down the road, though, uh, in the front office. That team is going to self-destruct in a couple yeah. of years. Chet Scotland says, Sam will be that guy, bro. I... I'm, I got faith, man. I I, I I feel pretty good about Sam. I do. I like that. If we draft the quarterback in the first round next year, dog, Ron's gone, bro. Yeah. I went back and watched the OTA footage that I got last year, and I went back and watched the footage that Phil and I got from the open practice at FedEx Field last year. And multiple times, all we said was, man, look at Sam Howe. Look at the way the ball flies off Sam Howe's fingers or hand. It, it, just ne- wasn't even prompted. It was just like, holy crap. Look, I mean, look, we, look we, literally, Steve and I are sitting up there in the box seats and we're looking down and we're like in the club level and we're just like, damn. Look at that kid's arm. Compared to the other two, yeah. Now, the I ball, mean, he had some struggles. He wasn't that accurate, but the, the ball just flies off naturally. It goes back to that. Remember the Sam Howell broke the NCAA record for rev rev rate off his throws. You remember that when we were talking about drafting him last year, the spin, the spin rate coming off his balls is like unprecedented. Pause. Ball. Pause. Yes. Pause. Yes. Good one, Dev. Uh, Marcus says Martin may has been good as a GM. He's found gems late in the draft. I'll give him that. They, they've actually have been pretty good at finding those, the cam curls, the Derek forests, you know, those Still waiting for the break, the second round. Those late rounders. It, yeah, I, what? Yeah, what can you do? I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna let you sit there and say Mark Mayhew's been a good GM, man. I don't want to hear that shit. Well, look at them. Look at them uh, disagreeing. No way. Uh, Jet says his ball CB won't waste that talent. Man, uh, didn't and then the guy says didn't take Dayball four years to turn around with a shitty quarterback with old Danny Dimes who they just re-signed. Thank you very much. Dayball have the same mess that Ron and company inherited? All, all I'm saying is, oh, is that Danny Mayhew, Dimes was the number six pick in the draft. Mayhew had the number. He had a top five offensive line in the league. And he turned it to the bottom five offensive line of the league, bro. Well, that was injuries did that too. Uh, well, nah, that, nah, that, that not bringing back. Um, you, you, got you got rid of Trent. You got rid of Trent. You claim you had to get rid of when Trent says you didn't have to get rid of him for for two linemen who never get to play. Then but Trent got, wanted. Trent wanted. Then you got rid of this sheriff left. <laughs> sheriff left, which I still get, and you still got linemen that can't play to replace him. Like if you get you rid claim. of these guys and you're getting guys that can play, I don't complain. If you get rid of Trent and we got who starts, who took Trent's spot as a starter? Right, you got for Trent. Keeping for Trent Williams again. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> same thing with same thing. We got Cosme. He's a bum. What's it? Noel, yeah. not good. I ain't gonna Cosby's say Cosme fine when he Cosby plays. Not a bum, but he just, He's right. just hurt. <laughs> right. Hey Dev, read go ahead and read uh Chet Scotland's comment for us there. We won't lose enough games for a top 10 draft pick in 24. Even if Sam is average, he'll be a hundred times better than Heineke. I almost agree with that. I almost agree with that. We won't win enough games to be a we top won't. ten pick, and I promise you that. And then, and if Sam Howell is average, we gotta let Ron go, bro. 
I'm, I mean, that hey, listen, listen I find average. If he's average, I think we'll be Man, better than if, last if year. You're saying, if you're saying, define average. If we're picking in the draft where another quarterback we could draft is better than him, then we don't do got five. Define average. If you're if you're drafted, if a guy in the first, I don't know. I'm not talking about 2024. Define average for 2023. If you're not good enough this year to where you're going to be replaced in the first round next year, then you're then you're going then bronze fired, bro. If your quarterback doesn't play good enough this year to where somebody's not saying, I don't want to see anybody next year to just say, Redskins should pick our commanders or whatever we're going to be called. They're always going to say that. No, 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 no. They don't say it. They don't say it in Cleveland. They don't say it in fucking, uh, excuse my language, in Kansas City. They don't say it. They didn't say that in Green Bay until they did it. No one said pick a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? They ain't saying that in Philly in the first round, pick a quarterback. You know why? Because they got their guy. Right? If how's your guy, they're not gonna say that to you here either. If he's not your guy, they're gonna say it. They're gonna say it. The top what? It top is top what? 30, 32 teams. 32 teams. If you pick a quarterback, Sam Howell, first, Sam Howell needs to be top in what top, next in 2023. Sam Howell needs to be top what? If if any if you're picking in the draft in the first round, it's 32 teams. Why can I not get an answer to this question? How good this – I'm not even talking about the draft in 2024. How good does Sam Howe's performance in 2023 have to be for you to say, don't need – Man, he's got, he's got to pass the eye test. you got to be able to look at that guy and say, we don't need to replace him next year. Okay. That, that's what you need to do. This coming year. How good? What level? That top level, 20? That exact level. Top 20 is not good enough, bro. How do you get top 20? Hey, Chet Scott says tw- 24 yeah. touchdowns, top, 12 top picks. 10, 15. So he needs to be at least in the top half of the league as far as quarterbacks go. And not just – oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. all I want to know. And we got to win while he does it. Well, of course we're going to win while he yeah, does it. Because that's uh, – if he's top if he's top 16 in the league, we're going to the playoffs. The same team we had last year. That's what the playoffs would be good. We did that 79. Uh, two more comments. Um, Marcus says Sam Howell needs to be efficient running the offense till he grows like Brock Purdy. He I think his better. mobility. I think his mobility will help with that, and he'll be he'll be fine. I'm telling you right now, if if Lamar Jackson gets MVP of the year, dog, I'm firing Ron Rivera, bro. <laughs> you know I'm Rivers Reese says MVP uh, of the year. I'm firing Ron. You had a shot. I ain't saying you would have got him. In fact, I promise you, you probably wouldn't have got him. But you had a shot to at least try. Hope you see Sam Howell own it. I think he will surprise some folks. He's dedicated. Just glad we didn't pay a washed up vet too much money to suck it up again. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want, you should have did the rookie thing second year. Yeah. First year vet failure. I, you should three, three vet failures in a row. I get this weird feeling that if Hal had come out a year early, we would have looked at him in the first round. Yeah. Maybe so. That's yeah. True. I believe uh, in Hal, man. I think he's going, I think he's going to show his ass this year, man. Hopefully. Yeah, and then the guy said, then we have to win a playoff game because of Sam. We don't need a quarterback. Chet says, screw Brock Purdy. He's already better than that dude. That's, yeah. He's probably more talented than that dude. Yeah, Brock Purdy is just surrounded by good coaching, a good system, a good team. I don't know if you he has mean? better receivers, though. He, yeah, he is Mr. Relevant for a reason. Like, you don't uh, – granted, the draft the yeah, is a crapshoot. Much like Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy has, has a tight end. Yeah. 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 
Well, a few minutes of free for all. If y'all have any topics, please drop them in the chat. Any questions? Uh, we'll close out here at a few, but you know, we're always down to stick around when the music drops about talking about anything and everything. Doesn't have to be commanders related. Uh, we're just happy to be here and happy to kick it with you guys. This was a great conversation. This is a great podcast. How like, about them Lakers? Yeah. <laughs> Swept. Gone in four. Man, Boston Green come back on Miami. They can they ask 61 it's you know it, I I enjoyed watching uh, Denver play. No, yeah. I didn't really like Lakers. I just enjoyed watching Denver play. I I, li- I really like uh, Jokic a lot. I like him. I mean, the Wizards got a new GM. Well, the Wizards has a new manager of Monumental Sports, which controls the controlling interest in the Wizards, the Capitals, um, the Go Go. The um, Mystics, and I think I'm one more. Maybe the tennis team, the Castles. What are the, what are the Mystics? The, in, the, the NWNBA. NBA. Yeah, that's a terrible. So name. that we we lured the GM away from the LA Clippers, uh, Wagner Mystics, and so he's going to appoint a real GM uh, because the last two GMs you had were absolute utter garbage here in the DC area for basketball. So hopefully the Wizards will have a full-blown gm here soon and we'll rebuild and be relevant again and, and he's gonna totally look at have a coach he's going to look at even trading bradley beal i mean if a, if that's what give him the hood. <laughs> yeah i mean brad loves up. You give us randall so. we'll give you beal now nah, we ain't yeah. giving up nobody we, you're not <laughs> giving up everybody good we got we got about eight to ten draft picks in the next three years yeah, yeah, well, you know, top in top quickly. Three, and, I don't want him. Drop it quickly in grams. I'm sorry, but it, it, the draft lottery, like the only way you're guaranteed to get talent is if you get a top three pick. Everything after that is just a roll. Oh no, man! Marcus says the new Fast and Furious is off the chain. I didn't even no know they way. dropped a new one. No way! It's That's good. ten. No way! It's not just the same. It's basically the same movie, Marcus. Don't lie to me, bro. It's going to be the exact same, same movie. movie. I mean, I quit watching it once they had an ice fight with a Lamborghini versus submarine. He was. Base jumping in a Dodge Charger. Like, come on, man. Family over everything. Family. The first Fast and Furious will always hold a place near and dear to my heart because it came out the end of high school for me. I was into racing cars and import tuners and all that. But it was so cheesy, but it was such a good movie. It back, was, then, it, back then, it was life. It was hey, how much that car costs. I you can afford pal Ferrari. <laughs> you understand? Is I used to we used to, you know I used to go up to like these you know first couple warm nights of spring man on a weekend you go some somewhere it says cars for miles all kinds yeah, of street glow and shit. We used to go out to Mathis Avenue the strip in Manassas get in trouble till the cops ran us off. Then we used to go to. It was Martin Luther King Avenue, Junior Avenue on Route 50 called the Metro and raced down there. That's the first time I got a gun pulled on me by a cop because we used to race down there by the uh, New Carrollton Metro. Metro. So, yeah, I'm totally, totally into that scene, man. So I used to go up to you know, places. Like I, 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 went, I, used to, I used to get down to. Asian guys uh, in the cars, man. What, 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 <laughs> hey, remember the dude playing PlayStation in Fast and Furious 1 inside his Honda Civic? Yeah. Man, the dude who had that set up in his Integra back in the day. Yeah, but, I mean, I used to go up to I used to have to go to Pennsylvania a lot um, right after high school, and I swear to God, if anybody if anybody here knows Hanover, Pennsylvania, Eisenhower Avenue, there's a Walmart on one side, there's a Lowe's on the other. 
and it used to be both parking lots full and people be people would be racing all but down eisenhower avenue the cops would watch as long as your race did not interfere with the traffic around you they let you go well that's a because they weren't going to catch half those cars there's a new story here where uh two guys took a corvette that wasn't out yet and raced them up lover's lane uh it was like last year i think they went straight to jail and they couldn't really take the cars because they had no vin numbers they didn't exist they were cars that were not out yet but they rolled back those odometers yeah 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 it might not even have that mechanism in it yet man like that's the last thing to go on is when they turn all this stuff on yeah Rivers Reese says, happy to kick it with y'all too. Looking forward to more live chats like every year full of hope, but this year starting new beginning. Super stoked on EB. I think we'll get our boys right. Hey, Rivers, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe and hit that bell for all notifications. Right now we're going every Thursday for our live streams, but once the season starts coming in, we'll be back twice a week. Uh, probably shift into Monday and Wednesdays. So thank you for tuning in, man. It's good to have you here for the first time. Uh, great commentary, great, great interaction. Really appreciate you. Um, so yeah, so next week we'll be back. We're scheduled back here for another live stream. We'll see what other activities this team has for us in store. Like we said before, it's the gift that keeps on giving. There's always something, even though we think oh, nothing's going on. Now there's always something going on, even if we don't want even if we don't want it going on, something's always going on. And Marcus says, I binge watch Power Book. It's now one of my favorite new new show. Everyone have a great, safe holiday weekend. Yeah. Happy Memorial Day to everyone. Did you watch uh, Sisu, by the way? Watch what? Sisu. S-I-S-U. Please watch that, bro. Better than, better than John Wick. Promise you. On what? Network. It's a movie. I don't know, if you, I don't know oh. what it's on. It's a movie, though. Niggas on prime. Uh, Washington Commander Declassified checking in. Oh, our boy Ali. Wiz, last three top pick, Otto Porter and Beal. Oof. Okay, well, that's 50%. All costs. That's a 50%. You're not going to say that's like Beal is garbage. He's not. You're going to resign KP? I don't know. I hope I love Chris Stapps, man. We we I love Porzingis. I love him. They got to build around him. He just got to quit. I would sign. Porzingis, I'd sign uh, Kuzma, and I would say everyone else is subject to termination, including the roster Neil. subject to change. We got a bunch of guards. Our team is like nine guards. Yeah, I need to go out there, go on after Chris Paul. Man, he's going to need a team. Dude, Chris Paul's like 50. I'm good. I don't need Chris Paul. Don't give me Chris Paul. Shout Thank out to Washington Commanders Declassified. Please go check them out on YouTube. That's our boy, Ellie, Mr. Who, and Eric. E.T. Rod. Go check shout out, out! Shout out to Steve. He and I were reminiscing about the Grease Man on Facebook. No grill. Wasn't that his standard voice effect when he was? He always had that, that weird thing where, he, come on, you know, talking about bone dry. Yeah, you know. those weird voiceovers. Yeah, this guy was like a, a practically X-rated DJ. I remember listening to him when I was. He like used. 10 years he old. was. He was. He basically he had this really great way of avoiding censors. He created like basically just nonsense Stories. terms, but you knew what he was talking about when he talked about the doodads on your chin. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and things like that. And he's talking about you know bone dry. He's talking about his martinis. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I'm telling y'all, man. Now, granted, granted, he did get knocked off a radio for some insane shit. Yeah. Um, 
but it was literally a bit and he made a really 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 bad bad joke homework of summer for y'all man for the next part youtube watch kill tony greatest shit ever existed or if you're on spotify listen to that too after you listen to us of course kill tony's Phil would love it it'll be his next best show he ever watches i promise you he'll love it kill tony yeah kill tony. That, yeah you'll love it man it's like awesome it's yeah. the best thing going right now <laughs> Um, um, thank you for everyone who tuned in tonight. It was it was such good King with y'all, Marcus Rivers, Chet, uh, and and Nunu Kai. Um, a lot of new guests tonight. Deuce, thank you for top, popping in. Um, Washington Commanders declassified. Uh, badass Lord Tipsy, Kevin Williams, Chris McDaniel, uh, Yam, Oscar Urbina, Ryan Elias. Uh, thank you so much for for popping in, man. You guys really helped this. This show keep going, so we'd be, we'd be lost without you guys, straight up. So, any shout outs, fellas, before we close it down? Shout out to my girlfriend, man. She's in Florida, got a shirt on. She got me with her Florida. face on. <laughs> Florida, on my shirt. So, she's branding you. Yeah. Shout out to a three day weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Shout out to you. this weekend's I'll always. Be, I will be spending my Sunday night getting drunk and watching AEW Double or Nothing. These lines go. gonna until the HD version. There you go. Yeah, no, no major plans. Going out Saturday for some family stuff. Sunday, staying in, cooking out. Nothing crazy. Just enjoying the good weather, man. The weather's beautiful. Been beautiful up here in the DMV. I'm going to yeah. Black Trivia in Nashville Saturday. Black Trivia. Black also, Trivia. Also going to a funeral. They got to ask questions like, what was Lorenzo Tate's role in this movie or some shit? You know, that's like, that's like soul playing questions. In society. Yeah. Black oh, trivia, man. man. You got to know the Jeffersons and good times. I'll give you all a question right now so you all can answer it. Hey, all right. All right. Keep running our head above water. I'm going to ask you like what the second line is. Don't, don't, don't. Temporary layoffs, good times. Don't do Easy it. Easy credit ripoffs, good times. Struggling surviving, good times. Good times. <laughs> What's the next part? All right. We First off, we've, we've seen this on the Chappelle show. Yeah. The, the, the answer is impossible. Yeah, it's hanging in the shower line, bro. Yeah. At <laughs> least yeah. he's uh, look, taking his boat him. out. Boat out on the lake. That's right. Oh, uh, you is, know niggas uh, can't swim, Ellie. Navigator out on the lake down there in Virginia. I said, have a good one, fellas. Thank you, Ellie, for coming. Ellie, gonna be the first part. Ellie, you a lake kind of guy or you a Smith Mountain Lake guy? I think Ellie's probably a lake kind of guy. He's probably a lake kind of guy. And it's it's past his bedtime, too. So thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's way past your bedtime, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, I feel like he's a he's a he's a Lake Anna guy. Um, that feel like I got a yacht, bro. They <laughs> <laughs> go joking. I don't even have a canoe. Yeah. I only have a love boat. I only have one of those little inner tube you fill up. I do got one of those in the pool. Yeah. Oh, he said not Lake Anna. Okay. He lives. I live. Oh. At, yeah, remember he showed right. us his house. And That's right. El- Ellie, yeah. Ellie got that money, money. He got a mansion, bro. Right. Told you he probably has a yacht back there, bro. Yeah. Ellie has a mansion, bro. Shout out again to Tina Turner. Like uh, Tron. Passed away at 83. You know, you will be missed. We, we like to reminisce on this show. Ellie's like, I got my baby's cash money. <laughs> We don't need another hero, Dev. We just got to start dropping Tina Tina Turner uh, lyrics here in the next couple of weeks to see if we don't need another up. hero, but we are simply the best. Yeah, that's simply right. Simply the best. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate and, and, it. Uh, and, 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 you know, fellow fans, 
I don't really want to fight no more. No. That's right. We don't want to fight. Love got to do with it. Left a good job in the city. Right. Working for, Working for the man, man every night and day. Working for the man every night and day. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you very much. Please go like and subscribe. Check out us on the, any of your audio podcast platforms. Just search for Command This, and there we will be right in your face. Pow, 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 pow. Ski, 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 ski. Right up in your face. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. As always, peace. Eat the cake, Eddie, mate. And hail.